we know the rule that the sages teach us that Dina de Malchusa Dina, the rule of the land, is the rule, meaning that halachically one is obligated to follow the rules of the land that one is living in, especially when it's congruent with what the Torah says. And therefore today, Thanksgiving, it's a national holiday. The nation as a whole is being asked to be thankful for what we have. Because we all know in life that one could always look at the fact that the glass is half empty or the glass is half full and for all of us it's been a very another very difficult year everyone's been having a hard time but on the other hand if we look at the blessings and we count the blessings in our lives and focus on what we should be thankful for that's always a way to bring more blessing in one's life so I want to share with you an idea that for me personally helps me a lot to be thankful one of the ideas that from Torah that helps me be thankful and that is found on the Pasuk that it says that after the brothers sell Yosef down to Mitzrayim, the camera, so to speak, switches from the focus on Yosef and his brothers. And then it says, That at that time Yehuda went down from his brothers. And then there's this whole story with Yehuda and marrying, getting married, and having sons, and Tamar, and Yehuda with Tamar, etc., etc. The, the Torah focuses on the whole story with Yehuda with Tamar, who actually, their relationship ended up, they were the ones that brought about Mashiach. From them comes their Zerah, the, the, their offspring, comes David Melech and David Malka Mashiach. And so the Medrash is commenting on this, that it says that at that time Yehuda descended from his brothers... The Medrash says that Reb Shmuel bar Nachman Pasach, Reb Shmuel, the son of Nachman, opened up, began when he wanted to explain this parsha. He would quote the Pasach from Yermia, the 29th chapter of Yermia. It says over there that Hashem says, I know all the thoughts. Says the Medrash, what is Yermia? What is in God's name when Hashem speaks through Yermia? What does Hashem mean? I know the thoughts, I know the intentions, says the Medrash, quote, The Shvatim, the brothers, were involved with their selling of Yosef and the obvious guilt and shuva they had to do for that. The Yosef, Yosef was busy with his sackcloth and his fasting. In other words, Yosef was in a state of mourning, of sadness, of, of grief over the fact that he was sold down to Mitzrayim. Reuven was busy with his sackcloth and fasting, doing tshuva repentance for what he did with mixing the beds of his father with Billa, that whole story. Was also busy with his sackcloth and his fasting because he lost his son Yosef. And Yehuda was busy going to marry a woman. So everyone was busy. <coughs> everyone was busy with something else. Everyone's focus was on their own grief or their own search for joy. Maybe a joy to be to take one out of the sadness of, of having understood that Yehuda sold Yosef. Maybe he was filled with grief and therefore he wanted to get married to sort of forget about that whole story. But the Medrash continues, everyone was busy with something. And a Baruch Hu was busy. To create the light of Melech Mashiach. 
God was busy creating, bringing into the world the light of Mashiach. Because throughout this whole story, everything, all these people and their penitence and everything that came out of all this story was that a Peretz was born, Mashiach is Ben Partsi, and the whole, the whole genealogy that brought about Mashiach, who eventually is going to come from the seed of David, from King Solomon, that comes from this week's Parsha, from all the relationships that were explained that, 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 that happened in this Parsha. And it all comes that Hashem says, I know people's intentions, I know people's thoughts. And what that essentially means, and for this I'm thankful, it means that whatever thoughts we have, and sometimes we wish we wouldn't have those thoughts, thoughts that are difficult to bear, sometimes we wish we could shut off the thoughts that we have. But God knows the thoughts. And the most thing that I'm thankful for is to know that no matter, sometimes the thoughts can be difficult to bear. But no matter what we're busy with, when we focus on ourselves, when we, when we focus on what, what we're looking for, what we think we need in life, etc. But always, always to know that Hashem is busy creating the light of Melch HaMashiach because we know that the holy books teach of course, the level of reality that we're conscious of, our conscious selves, we have free choice. But of course, in all the holy books it teaches, there's a level beyond what we're conscious of, where there's just God's light. There, there's no free choice. There, everything is the will of God. Everything that ever happens is the will of God. At that level, it's Yediyah. God knows what's going to happen in the future because it's all His will. We live in the prism and the reality of our conscious selves within time and space and therefore we have free choice but the higher parts of our soul God knows the thoughts, God knows the intentions and we could be thankful to know that no matter what happens Hashem is creating the light of Melech HaMashiach through the difficulties and the difficult thoughts and all the ups and downs that a person goes through it's all the creation it's all necessary because every detail of reality, every movement of a leaf the Baal Shem Tov taught. Every time a leaf moves, it's relevant to create the light of Melch Mashiach to the world. And recently, Yutas Kislev by Febrang and a dear friend of mine asked me, he knows that I always recommend that everyone should learn the 33rd chapter of Tanya, Paraklamid Gimel, as the beginning of the entranceway to Tanya. It's the belief that Moon of the Baal Shem Tov of Einin Malvadi, that only God exists, that that's the ultimate Simcha. The way to get Simcha, the ultimate way to get Simcha is through meditating in Einin Malvadi. So this friend of mine asked me, very simply, he said, why should I get Simcha joy that only God exists? I should, I should have joy that I don't exist. Why is that supposed to be bring simcha, the fact that Eina Mavadeh, that only Hashem exists? And the answer is to have a true understanding of what simcha is. Simcha doesn't have to necessarily always mean ecstatic rapture and joy, although one that meditates enough on Eina Mavadeh can come to that ecstatic joy. But simcha means contentment and happiness and being held. Knowing that no matter where I go, what happens to me, as difficult as it could be sometimes, it's Einan Mavadeh, it's all part of God's infinite being, and therefore it's true, it's real, it's what's supposed to happen. And we could be thankful that the truth of who we are is not based on our free choice, it's based on God always creating the light of Melech Mashiach. May we be thankful of that Hashgacha Pratis, of that constant divine providence of Hashem, of the King, living with us in our homes, like it says in Tanya chapter 33, that Hashem Himself lives with us. That's the ultimate thing to be thankful for, as explained there. Happy Thanksgiving.